Hello and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. This is the show where I go over all the news in the world of entertainment and pop culture. These shows, the Small Screen Stories, now come to you every uh, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, I also release this as the podcast, so if you could uh, go and listen to that, if you'd rather listen to that rather than watch a live stream, that would be fantastic. And you can also uh, give us a five-star rating, that would be really, really helpful. Uh, and if you could like and subscribe on the channel as well, that would be wonderful. My name is Edward Lauder, I'm the editor of Small Screen, and all all of the um, uh, the news articles and features I'm going over today are on the site, so you can go and find that at small-screen.co.uk. That would be also really helpful if you could do that. That would be really great for me and uh, for everyone involved in the site. So let's just get straight into the news. And the very first thing I wanted to go over, which was um, an interesting bit of news, was that Dane DeHaan completely and utterly debunked those rumours that he was going to be playing the Green Goblin again in Spider-Man 3. So he uh, did this during an interview with the Radio Times over in the UK and um, he said there's no truth to those rumours. I don't even know how that would be pulled off. I'd certainly love to make some kind of movie like that again. I like making superhero movies or that kind of uh, world. I'm sure I'll find myself in that world again. I have no idea what they're doing with Sp the Spider-Man movies now, but I don't really understand a world in which that would be possible. So basically saying he wouldn't, he doesn't really understand how his character, his version of the Green Goblin, would be able to come back in Spider-Man 3. The answer is pretty simple, it's the multiverse. But um, this is a, a common theme with Marvel movie actors, is that they don't like to say that they're actually in these things. They're not allowed to say that they're in these things. So what they tend to do is send, they tend to deny them. But this is a pretty strong denial. Normally they kind of say, oh, you know, I've heard that. There's, you know, um, there's, there's not much truth to it. Or I've heard some people say that they're just rumors. Um, you know, things like that, uh, that that happens quite a lot. This is a very serious denial, although he doesn't, he does say that he would love to return. So he's obviously very open to the idea of returning to a superhero movie or playing the Green Goblin again. It just sounds like he's not going to be involved in this movie. Uh, as, as it stands, the movie is going to be featuring, apparently, so this is again rumors, uh, the likes of uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire back as their versions of Spider-Man. Um, Kirsten Dunst is also back. Emma Stone is reportedly back, although she's pregnant now, so I'm not sure um, how that will fit in. Uh, Jamie Foxx is back. Who else? Alfred Molina. Willem Dafoe, I've heard people saying. Uh, so there are all sorts of people that are reportedly back for, the, for, for, for this Spider-Man 3 which will explore the multiverse. We do know that's going to be the case. We know that uh, Doctor Strange is going to be in the film, so he's obviously going to have something to do with the multiverse in here. It's probably it's, it's rumoured that this is going to be part of a, a trilogy, which will be uh, WandaVision, Spider-Man 3, and then uh, Doctor Strange 2. So th there is scope there to bring those sorts of characters in. What do you guys think? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Please, if you, you know, you can always uh, answer these questions or ask me any questions you have in the in the live chat, either on uh, Facebook or uh, or on um, on YouTube. Uh, so, uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think of that. Let me know. I'd, I'd love to know your thoughts. Uh, moving on. So Emily Blunt is reportedly in talks with Marvel Studios uh, for Susan Storm. So the Susan Storm role. Uh, this is something that we reported a while back, but this is now being reported by uh, Giant Freaking Robot. Apparently their sources have also told them that this is the case. Um, they did say in the article, in their exclusive article, 
uh, that they weren't sure which role she was up for, but it's their best bet is that it's Susan Storm. We were told that she is up for Susan Storm with, um, along with her husband, uh, John Krasinski. So this is, again, it's just a bit of a, a development in the story, another, another outlet reporting the same things that we did. Uh, and I'm very, very excited to see her play Susan Storm. I think she'd be wonderful uh, in the role. I think she's perfect for it. Um, what do you guys think about that? Do you like the idea of her playing Susan Storm? Let me know in the comments. Uh, there are also rumors, and this comes from Daniel Rickman, that Phil Coulson is going to be returning to the present day MCU. So he, of course, played by Clark Gregg um, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and now there's kind of like a, we're not really sure whether whether that's actually going to be, um, like whether <laughs> it's going to end up being like a, what's the word, kind of a canon or not, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, so we're just going to have to wait and see, really. But um, it's something that I am really looking forward to seeing. Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, they like they will bring him back because he's been in the MCU, but like in the in like uh, Captain Marvel and things like that. So that Captain Marvel was set, was set in the 90s. Of course, officially, well, not really officially, but as far as superheroes are concerned in the actual MCU, um, Coulson died in Avengers in the Avengers and the only I believe I, I believe I'm right in saying uh, the only uh, well me member of the Avengers let's say that knows he's still alive is um, is Nick Fury uh, I mean is so is it Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. canon I don't know they're, they're, they're finishing the, the season um, they're, they're finishing the show with this latest season that's going to be done I, I feel like it's been kind of forgotten by many people at Marvel Studios and um, they're kind of trying to move away from that sort of television and into like their more kind of WandaVision stuff which is very much kind of Kevin Feige led so a lot of the stuff that wasn't led by Kevin Feige I think is being kind of left to the wayside which is a shame because you know a lot of that stuff was really good like the Marvel Netflix TV shows were really really good I think a lot of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is good as well um, but like it means that maybe like their version of Ghost Rider which was in the show uh, won't be the official version and, and stuff like that um, which is a shame but also not really because I can't like I understand them wanting to really streamline this a bit more now that they also have control like Marvel Studios has control over everything now so specifically Kevin Feige so I think he really wants to streamline everything uh, right so let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below if it's something that are, are you really that bothered about Phil Coulson returning is it something you'd like to see let me know in the comments below Right, moving on to James Mangold has teased that uh, Indiana Jones 5 could be set in the 1960s. So he actually tweeted, so the tweet began with him saying the Velvet Underground are effing great. That's it, that's my tweet. And then underneath in um, parentheses, he said, note, I'm mentally living in the six, in 60s New York right now because that's where all the movies I'm working on take place. What's the movie he's working on right now? It's Indiana Jones 5. So, I mean, he's working on it. They're, 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 I believe they're going to start production in a couple of weeks. And uh, he is, of course, the director. He was confirmed to be the director by Kathleen Kennedy at the Disney Investors Day presentation, which was something that we'd been talking about for a long time before this was officially announced by Kathleen Kennedy. Um, so this is going to be the first Indiana Jones movie not to be directed by Steven Spielberg, which is going to be weird. Uh, it's going to be interesting as well. I think it's good, uh, good to have some new blood in it. Whether or not they can have it set in the 1960s to me is a bit strange, I suppose. But also maybe it makes sense, actually. Does it make sense? Because how old 
So we're, we're talking about, so the last crusade, which in my head I count as the last canon Indiana Jones film, that was set right before the Second World War. So that would have been, what, 1940s? Um, so I suppose 20 years on would be the 60s. So no, actually, it does it does work. It does it. Yet yeah, New York, nineteen sixties. That's where we're, that's that's it, guys. That is confirmed. That's where we're going to have. If my maths is right, that is where we're going to have Indiana Jones five in the nineteen sixties, which is a great time. We're going to see. Um, we are going to see Harrison Ford come back as Indy, which is also great news. And James Mangold is a fantastic director. He directed my favorite comic book movie of all time in Logan. And I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what he does with that franchise. Let me know what you guys think about that in the comments. Um, are you excited to see Indiana Jones 5? Is this something you're looking forward to? I really am. Really, really am. Indiana Jones is one of my favorite franchises of all time. Um, and also, the, the fun thing about Indiana Jones 5, or fun, the thing that I think means that this next film is going to be good is that the odd films tend to be better than the even movies. So the first Indiana Jones 5 was really good. Uh, Indiana Jones movie was really good. That was the Raiders of the Lost Ark. The second one wasn't great. That was the Temple of Doom. The third one is, in my mind, the best one. Still, I, I recently re-watched it, the, the Last Crusade. I think that's fantastic. And then the fourth one was a load of rubbish, which was <laughs> the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Genuinely terrible. So it, with that logic, it means Indiana Jones 5 is going to be great. Fingers crossed. Let me know what you think in, about that in the comments below. Right, moving on. Um, oh, sorry, uh, the pug Tolani just uh, commented, I'm sure that Dane isn't lying. He made it pretty clear that there was no truth and didn't leave it open-ended like Fox did. You, you, you know what? You're right. Um, you are right. He was very, very adamant about it. And I, I don't think he's lying. I think I think he's telling the truth because what 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 purpose would it serve him to, to lie about this? Again, as I was saying, it, it just sometimes actors involved in Marvel films do lie uh, about this sort of thing. Um, what's her name? Um, the uh, the actress that was just cast as, uh, as She-Hulk, Tatiana Maslany, I think is her name. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. She adamantly denied that she'd been cast as She-Hulk, but she had been. So it does happen. It, it does happen. That's all, that's all I'm saying. But thank you very much, uh, the Pog Talani, for commenting and... Uh, you are right. You are right. He was very, very adamant. I, you know, I hope. Again, I don't really want to see him back anyway. I, I already think there's enough in that film as it is. If all these rumors are true, um, so yeah, you're probably right. Right, moving on. Um, and moving on to a Spy Kids reboot. So it's been uh, revealed. I believe it's actually by Variety. That uh, let me just check. Uh, that Robert Rodriguez is working on... Oh, no, it was Deadline. Sorry. That Robert Rodriguez is working on a Spy Kids reboot. So I'm a massive fan of Robert Rodriguez's. I think the Spy Kids films are underrated gems. I think Spy Kids 4 wasn't great. But Spy Kids 1, 2, and 3 were really good. And we really saw kind of almost peak Spy Kids with uh, We Can Be Heroes. So I'm a big, big fan of the franchise and I'm a big fan of Robert Rodriguez and I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what he does with another Spy Kids film. So I'm pretty sure it sounds as though this one might not have the original cast. I would love to see the original cast, like Antonio Banderas, Alexa Vega, uh, Daryl Sabara back, why not, you know? Um, Danny Trejo back as well. I'd love to see all of them back. Um, and Carla <laughs> Uh, is it Jugino? Jugino? Is that how you pronounce her name? 
the she she's been in a lot of stuff since she's been in the um the haunting of hill house and all those all those shows and stuff like that she was in uh the other stephen king adaptation uh which was i'm forgetting the name right now but it's on netflix it's fantastic but um yeah like she's been in a lot of good stuff since so you know that they're quite also uh, i think alexa vega was back uh, as her character in i think it was her in we can be heroes i might be wrong on that but I, I would like to see them come back but apparently deadline is talking that it's going to be a reboot so skydance media wants to reboot it we'll, we'll have to wait and see let me know what you guys think about that bit of news in the comments below uh delay news godzilla versus kong has been delayed by a week in the united states so it's going to be delayed from the 26th of march to the 31st of march in the united states but we internationally brilliantly we're going to still get it we're still getting we're still getting to see us on the 26th of march because it's not coming to hbo max here we don't have hbo max so internationally it'll still be released on the 26th of march if cinemas are open as for where it's going to be streaming-wise, I'm pretty sure it's going to end up on Sky in the UK and I'm not sure in other places. Maybe France, I think, will be Canal Plus, but that'll probably be a long, long ways off, but uh, it'll still be coming to Sky. So yeah, we're going to wait to have... People in the United States are going to have to wait a week to watch it, which I think is because they're flipping it with um, uh, with Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's why I think they've done that. Um that's well, that's what Grace Randolph said anyway. So I think she's probably right about that. Right, uh, moving on. The Old Guard 2 has reportedly been given the green light by Netflix. This comes to us from the Illuminati. Uh, and they're pretty much spot on on their, um, on their scoops. So what does that mean? Well, that there is a comic book, a sequel comic book, that I'm blanking on the name right now, that they did after. Of course, the comic books, the graphic novels, are by the Russo brothers. Um, they're really good, actually, the graphic novels. You should check those out. But... Um, yeah, it looks like, <coughs> excuse me, it looks like uh, the Old Guard 2 is happening. So it's the Old Guard Force Multiplied. <coughs> so that's, that's. I wasn't a massive fan of the Old Guards, I'm going to be honest um, with you guys. Uh, I, you know, I thought it was fine. Uh, I thought it could have been better. It did feel a bit like a, a kind of um, one of those uh, superhero movies we got back in the 2000s, the early 2000s. Uh, which weren't fantastic but you know there, there was a lot of the thing i like about the old guards is um is that there's a lot of promise with this sort of thing with um with this franchise i think it could go really to really interesting places so that's why i'm excited about it and that's why i think that they're bringing reportedly bringing the same cast back so charlie's theron's going to come back who i loved i think she's just a brilliant action hero i think she's a great actor and uh, i also think the the director's also coming back i believe she's coming back as well so, you know, good people are coming back. They, they did a pretty decent job with the first film. I think they might be given a bigger budget for the second film. And um, they actually had, I think, quite a lot of leeway with Netflix. They just let them do what they wanted to do. Uh, it, you know, again, it was fine. The, the film was fine. It wasn't brilliant. It was fine. Uh, the second one, I think, will be better. Uh, I, as far as action films on Netflix are concerned, my favorite one this year was the was Extraction, which was another kind of Russo Brothers um, project. Uh, but I, I like I like I like the fact that they're doing these. Um, I th and maybe I'm wrong about the old guard wasn't the Russo brothers. The old guard, the extraction was the Russo brothers. And I, I want to see who who did the old guard comics because I believe they're based. They are based on comics. I'm pretty sure I read them. And uh, so Gina Prince Blythewood was the director, and um, she's coming back. So. What is so it's Greg Rucker. He 
he did he did he he did the 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 comic series um yeah and they're yeah they're image comics so it's really really good and i think you should check them out as soon as you can you could you can go and read those go and get the image comics uh image comics is a great brand right moving on and moving on to the exclusive actually of the day and that's that um taron edgerton has been cast so i'm going to say reportedly here because the i will admit that this is a source i haven't actually worked with before but um they told me that taron edgerton has been cast as john constantine in the netflix uh sandman series so the Sandman is um, by, a, well, if you, if you haven't heard of The Sandman, then <laughs> what are you doing in comic books? But no, it's a really, really good comic. Uh, it's a very, quite a long series. I think I've got it all behind me. It's by Neil Gaiman. Really fascinating, fascinating series and um, just has some great, great moments in it. Um, it's all about dreams. So Morpheus, uh, also known as the Sandman and how a lot of it. So I think the series is going to go over the first two volumes. So uh, which is going to be more about dream is captured uh, by a warlock and uh, a human and ends up spending many, many years in captivity and then ends up getting his powers back, manages to escape. And it's more about him trying to get his 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 life as a immortal uh, back on track and trying to get he's trying to recuperate all his things. And one of one of the characters he um, comes across is John Constantine. And uh, John Constantine is, of course, a very famous DC Comics character. And in this, he helps uh, the Sandman to get his sand back. Um, and uh, it's it's a really fascinating kind of moment and it looks like Taron Edgerton is going to be playing that role which I think is perfect Taron Edgerton incidentally is from Merseyside which is where kind of the area that um, that John Constantine is from he would therefore be the first actor ever to play the role who's actually from the place where the character's from uh, he also, uh, full disclosure, he did voice the character in the Audible uh, um, Sandman series uh, sorry book uh which is brilliant by the way if you if you um want to listen to that do it's got james mcavoy in it as dream it's got an incredible cast and taron edgerton is one of those people in that cast so it looks like they brought him over from that and into into the into the series which i think is a really good idea um there were people that were desperate to see matt ryan play the role as as of as it stands the only official uh cast member is uh, Tom Sturridge who is apparently playing Dream the other one that people have been talking about is uh, Gwendolyn Christie I'm not sure who she'll play in, in the show I, mean, I was thinking of all the characters kind of going through all the characters in my head there are a lot of characters so this is a show that will have that will there will be a lot of people cast in this show um, so again this I will I will say that this is something that was brought to us by a source that we haven't worked with before but they were able to give us uh, enough documentation and stuff that we were I, I ended up kind of running with it because I was like I, be I believe them um, if if it turns out not to be the case then I will I will make that clear in the article but at, as it stands I'm I, I am pretty let's say I'm 70% sure this is happening and this is actually a thing but I I would just wanted to let you know be completely honest with you that this is someone that I haven't worked worked with before uh, I was waiting on confirmation from some people that I have, but they weren't able to confirm anything for me. So I'm, I am sticking my neck out on this one and I'm a bit worried about it. But um, it's been a while so that, that they, they came to us a while ago. So I thought, mm, okay, let's go with it. And I think it's really good casting. Uh, but let me know what you guys think about that bit of casting. If you think Taron Edgerton would be a good fit for the role. Uh, I've heard already on Twitter, some people aren't very happy with that bit of casting. They're saying that... Uh, 
<laughs> that they want Matt, uh, which is, you know, Matt Ryan is good, um, but again, he's not really... Matt, Matt Ryan did a really good job as Constantine. Uh, I'm going to say that. He, I think he's great. He's, I think he's a better Constantine than Keanu Reeves was, um, even though I loved that film. He's much better for the role. The thing is, is that I think what they're going for with this show is something a little less CW and something more almost Game of Thronesy, something that's like that's very serious. So Neil Gaiman is actually an executive producer on the show, um, which is very, very good news because you know that's he's he created it. He's he's directly involved, which um, is very important. But it's also got David S. Goya as an executive producer, and the whole thing is being um, developed by Alan ha- um, Heinberg. Uh, sorry yeah Heinberg and uh, he is also the showrunner so it's got good people behind it it's got really really good people behind it it's got Netflix behind it I think it's going to be very good Uh, I've heard a lot of people saying that it's not going to be that good but then again what do they know they you know it's a show that it's going to be it's going to be quite a difficult one to make this kind of Sandman uh, like live action like live action project has been in kind of development hell for a long time Um, there was the, they were going to make a movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt involved in it, and that kind of fell through. And then Netflix ended up buying it or buying the um, buying the rights to it. So I'm I'm quite I'm quietly confident that it's going to be very good. And I'm I think Taron, if Taron Egerton does end up being in it, which I'm saying he is, but uh, if he does end up being in it, then I think it would be a really really good bit of casting. And uh, it would only be for a short period in the show, almost like a cameo, because he's in. He basically, I think that would that scene or that moment in the comics would probably occupy like an episode and uh, it'll be quite a freaky one as that uh, you know i think it'll be really really freaky anyway let me know what you think of that in the comments below um and talking of freaky uh, it sounds as though stranger things season four is going to be the, the the scariest season of stranger things yet uh so this actually comes from um one of the stars of the show and that's uh, Galen uh, Matarazzo. So he was speaking to Us Weekly and he said this. He said, I think uh, most would probably say it's the scariest out of the previous three, which I love because <clears throat> it's very fun to film. We don't have to try too hard. We like each other, which is always a plus, as well as having a lot of the heavy, dark stuff in the show. It's surrounded by a lot of lightheartedness and a good amount of comedy. We usually have a fun time on set. So that, you know, that's nice. I think that's a, a nice little thing to say. And I'm really, really looking forward to Stranger Things season four. I, uh, we've been told it's coming out in August. Um, I think that's, that seems as though that's right. That's about right, which isn't that far off now. Um, so I'm just, I'm just really excited to see this. Uh, let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below. Massive fan of all things horror. So the scarier, the better is what I say. Season three is pretty scary as well. Uh, WandaVision showrunner teases more exploration into Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver's relationship. So this was, uh, um, this was the, he's also the executive producer, sorry, it's uh, Jack Schrafer was talking to the rap. And here's what he said. He said, uh, the show is about Wanda and Vision, and it's an opportunity to dig deeper into who they are. And that has to do with where they come from. That's the, that's the bit. Um, we're all a product of our experiences and our trauma and our relationships. And so we will be exploring all of those details in their pasts as we move forward. He's really, really hinting at Quicksilver there because, of course, the episode three, we had the first mention of Pietro for ever since he died, actually, in in Age of Ultron. And uh, it was a really scary moment. And I think it's a moment that we're, we're going to be exploring quite a bit, actually, moving forward. 
So there were rumours that Evan Peters was going to be returning as, as Quicksilver. Uh, I would think that would be quite interesting, actually, if he was the one to return and then almost like um, Scarlet Witch did that thing where she goes no and resets the whole thing. And uh, so we'll have like Evan Peters turn up very, very briefly. Whether or not Aaron Taylor Johnson's coming back as Piotr, I don't know. Uh, and I haven't actually heard that he is. Um, so I would like to see both of them actually come back to that role. Uh, I think Aaron Taylor Johnson was actually done a disservice. I think he's a brilliant actor and he just wasn't given enough time uh, to really develop that role further. And I'm hoping they're going to be doing that further down the line. Now, what is this show? I don't know. Like, this is one of the things that's um, so fascinating about WandaVision. We don't know where it's going. Like, it's really, really weird. And uh, I love it for that. And I'm really, really excited about that. But are you looking forward to potentially seeing Quicksilver? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Right, The Mandalorian Season 3 is reportedly going to start shooting in April 2021. So this is another thing that comes from the Illuminerdi. Uh, and that makes sense. So the whole thing with uh, The Mandalorian, all, all these uh, TV shows that are being uh, being made, these Star Wars TV shows, is that um, they're all basically filmed in the same place in the UK. Uh, so they're using this new technology with the screens, which means they can film fantastic vistas uh, all inside and it'd be very safe and uh, look incredible. The Mandalorian, the TV show, is one of the best-looking TV shows I've ever seen. So what they, what the thing is, they've only got one, basically one stage. Uh, they are building more. They're, 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 they're building more, but at the moment, they've just got one. So that means that the, when the Book of Boba Fett finishes, which I believe it probably has done or is wrapping up um, production, uh, so that will finish. Then they'll have some time to clean it up uh, because they want to make a, a you know safe place. <clears throat> and um, because of COVID, and then Kenobi might will have to shoot some scenes, and then after that, then it'll be the Mandalorian. So we've got it's a good chunk of time they have to wait until they can actually get filming. Uh, so it kind of makes sense time wise. It makes sense. So April twenty twenty one, it will start, which means we'll probably end up seeing it either if not Christmas. I think it's going to come out afterwards because I think the Book of Boba Fett is going to come out uh, around Christmas time. And then The Mandalorian Season 3 might come out around April, March time in 2022. I'm pretty sure it's coming out in 2022. Uh, and a final bit of news, and this comes from Daniel Rickman, is that old Neron Reich is rumoured to be returning as Han Solo in a, an upcoming Star Wars series. Uh, so this is something that uh, a lot of people have been talking about. Is he going to be coming back? He, of course, played uh, Han Solo in uh, Solo, uh, a Star Wars story. I thought he was really quite good. Uh, in, in the role, he basically took on an impossible task and was actually pretty decent. Uh, but the thing is, people didn't really seem to like him all that much for some reason. Well, they didn't like the film. I mean, that was that was the big problem. They didn't really like the film. Rewatch that film because I think it's actually a lot better than people remember it being. Uh, will he come back? Well, he might come back in Lando. I think Lando would be, for me, the one that the series that makes the most sense for him to come back. I've heard people saying he's going to come back in The Mandalorian. I'm not so sure about that. I've heard people saying he's going to come back with Kira as well. It's played by Emily Clark. Yeah. All right. I, I think they're going. I think they're going to come back. I just don't know when and I don't know how. So um, and on that bombshell, <laughs> which wasn't really a bombshell, but uh, I'll end the show. Thank you very much for watching. Um, you can come back here uh, tomorrow for the last uh, show of this of the week. 
And um, you can follow us everywhere on social media at Small Screen Co. That's on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow me at EJ Lauder on Twitter. Uh, and go to the site, which is at small-screen.co.uk. Uh, you can also like and subscribe. That'd be wonderful if you could do that. And if you'd rather listen to this as a podcast, well, you can. You can listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from, at Small Screen Stories. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then a five-star rating would be very, very much welcome. Uh, that would really help me out. And uh, I'll see you guys back here tomorrow. Have a great evening or morning, wherever you are. And uh, enjoy enjoy movies, enjoy TV shows, just enjoy pop culture. I'll see you guys in the next one. Cheers, goodbye. Mm-hmm.